Hi guys! <laughs> Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Jill Cunard. And I am Charisma O'Keefe and we are here every Thursday talking to you about entrepreneurship, business, life, wellness, all the things. And often, you know, the Pandera, Pan, Panera Bread. I was going to say pandemic slash Panera Bread and it just came out like Pandera. But yes, that we are stuck in still because it is still happening even though, you know, a lot of people are acting like it's completely over, but it's not. Uh, yeah, I see Disney has done with it. July 4th. They have started testing them. Ooh. I'm tired Honestly, of it Honestly? Oh, no. I, like... I did not enjoy, like, I like fireworks, but I didn't enjoy, like, watching them in, you know, the fireworks zones or whatever. I've like, never even stayed before to watch. I think maybe one time. Like, unless you want people, yeah, unless you want, like, a just a billion people around you and, and possibly even touching you, depending on how tight it is that night, I, I don't I don't see the appeal. Um, I think I went one time in, like, 2019. And maybe like once in 2018 to stay for them. I will often yeah. like I'll be no, in the I'm park. We'll just be like in a we different did, part of the park. Um, I'm like, no whatever thanks. the Epcot ones were before you changed them one time. And then. Yeah. The Epcot ones are better because since you watch them from all around the world, they're not always as jam And then. <laughs> I was like, but caveat, it was. Uh, um, but I've seen them on board. Well, obviously around. Like, but like, it was. Outside, it's fine. I don't. Yeah. Care about fireworks? No one's surprised by that statement. No one. No one's surprised. No. We we often watch like the Epcot ones. Like we'll just like be snacking in Norway because like of course, and then we'll just kind of like sit there and just kind of like watch them from you know far back. It's funny because I'm like we have the same view as the people that are like way in front of us who've like smushed to all be like as close as possible I to the don't. lake. And I'm like, I truly don't understand. Don't like we're looking like way up. So I don't get it. And then in Magic Kingdom, I'm just like anywhere, but like in front or behind the castle. Like, so I'm often just like randomly on a ride or like when the fireworks whatever. Are, like, I have failed myself. <laughs> Cause I need to get out. Well, it depends because so the first the first like round, I I'll be there and be on something, and then you leave between, like I after just, the I first round. Before they start, leave. like the moment and they like thing, get like, people together, you're like, I'm I on don't. that side, on the other side, behind the things, getting GTFO it. It's honestly it's a good. It's a good time to go on rides because everybody's watching fireworks. So I'm like the the and lines I'm start car, like dying down. Yeah, guess what? So I'm probably just gonna be like, and they're starting stuff. again by the time I get home. <laughs> I'm not there. You're I'm like you're like I'm not even there. <laughs> you're like I I'm you're like I left at, at like, three p.m. <laughs> Thirty whatever time. I'm getting in my car. I'm getting. I'm going oh. because I don't want to sit in traffic. I don't want to see other people drive around with their kids who are upset and crying. They're not paying attention. And then they like it's such a dangerous time to leave. Mm. It's it's never. I feel like any time a theme park closes, it's always the worst time to leave. And that's from like Six Flag life. Like growing up in Atlanta, being like, do not leave Six Flag. Yeah, when it closes because that's when everyone leaves, and it's the worst time. Well, Disneyland just opened back back up, kind of like in a more fuller capacity. And of course, somebody posted on to you know one of the like disneyland you know pages or whatever 
that they have kids that are, I think they said eight and nine, and they're going to pretend that they are 13 and 14 and vaccinated because they said, there's no way my kids will wear a mask, you know, being unvaccinated. Um, and like, if, if my husband and I aren't wearing them because they're adults, which it, from the sounds of it, like they're also not vaccinated, but they're just lying because they're adults. They can say, yeah, yeah we're vaccinated, but obviously like, there's no vaccine for kids. So, yeah, so like... technically, exactly. And so it's funny because like the girl who shared it, um, she was like, oh my gosh, like, cause you know, she's getting ready to go to Disneyland. And I was like, yeah, like on this side, that has kind of been the whole vibe. So you might want to wait a few months. And she's like, yeah, I definitely am. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that it's so far, everyone who I know who is at Disney working there is vaccinated, is happy to be back. So good for them. I'm happy for those people that are back in the parks and ready to be there. Um, but I do know that like a lot of people at various types of jobs are going back kind of for the first okay. time. And, Double you know, we all have different quitting. thoughts about it. Or quitting. Yeah. And and then, of course, there's like those of us who before the pandemic either worked for ourselves or, you know, worked, it, you know, for a small firm or whatever. Um, and so now we're kind of going back to whatever this quote unquote new normal is going to be. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about that um, and kind of just cover it from, you know, different angles, whether it's you're working for, you know, a larger corporation, uh, you're working for a smaller situation, or you're working for yourself and you're employing other people, um, because we all kind of have things to think about when it comes back to, you know, quote unquote, being, I don't, I don't even know, like, this reminds me of like, when everyone was like, this is unprecedented, when we were talking about, you know, all the stuff happening before with the pandemic. Now it's like the new normal is kind of like that, because it doesn't, nothing about it feels normal. So I don't even know what to call it. I I was telling Angelica, I was like, I wrote the like, the title, and it's very long, <laughs> like things to remember, society returns to doing things in person. It's a it's very a long title. title, we might not end up with that title. But it's a working title, but it's just like, yeah, I don't even know what to call it because it's, you know, it's just a strange time in history. I know um, in the future, they're definitely yeah. going to be studying. I think the issue is just right now. specifically SLI, <laughs> we can't say things like because the pandemic is not technically over, but American exactly. society yeah. specifically, because I don't know what's going on everywhere else, but it's just here in America the push is now to return to doing the things that we were doing before the pandemic. The problem is the pandemic is still happening. So that is why we are in a, uh, like yes. a standstill weird state of suspension of not knowing what to call this period of time because it's not done yet. We are being forced to behave as if it is. Yeah. That is all. That is 100%. Yes. Okay. So the first thing to remember is not everyone is vaccinated and there's a variety of reasons for that. So obviously there's people that are not vaccinated because they think that it is against their freedoms and all of that other stuff. There's definitely that group of people. Um, but there's also people that just literally haven't been able to get vaccinated yet. Like I've been surprised like some of the people who I've seen like go post like, yay, like finally vaccinated. But again, things vary tremendously from like state to state, city to city. 
Um, and there are some states that literally have like a surplus and have vaccines that are just like sitting there, whereas other areas like still haven't been able to get their hands on them. So yes, the majority of people at this point have been able to get vaccinated, but there are still some people that have been on the list in their area and, and haven't gotten it or maybe haven't gotten their second shot yet. So that's something to still remember. Um, and then there is this very small group of people, but this people group of people does exist, um, that can't get it for medical reasons. Um, again, it's a very, very, very small group of people, um, but they exist. And I do think that that's just important to point out. Um, I know two people who had to get like clearance basically to get it. And that was because when a lot of times when they do these trials and that sort of thing, they uh, they do them on perfectly healthy adults, right? Yes. Any sort of condition, basically. So, you know, they're taking the most healthy adult that they can find and testing on this person. And, you know, if you have literally anything that makes you, you know, uh, genetically different than this extremely healthy adult, then there's somewhat of a risk factor going on. And, uh, you know, depending on what it is that, you know, you have going on in your body, it can be uh, something that it's a concern, right, for for you to get it. So I know that uh, one of my friends has fibromyalgia and then another has lupus. And they both had to wait for a little while to make sure that there were some other tests done and things like that and then get clearance from their team of doctors to be able to move forward and get the vaccination. Now, they're both vaccinated now, but they were not able to get vaccinated as quickly as yeah. a lot of the other um, people Also, my favorite uh, reason, hey, it's none of your business <laughs> why someone's vaccinated or not. I don't, I mean, I, I genuinely don't care. I hope you are, but I just, it's not my business to know whether you're not unless you want to tell me. And also children who are under the age of 12 obviously have not been cleared yes. vaccinations. And even in some areas, again, the children who are in that 12 to 16 range or 12 to 18, whatever, 17 haven't been vaccinated. And so that's something to take into consideration. Yeah. It seems like uh, a lot of them haven't so been able to be yet. I keep think, in assuming, that range. I, I guess it's just a weird like concept of like, well, yeah, because you're vaccinated. I'm like, well, most of the people I know have children or interact with children in some type of way. Um, so I'm just going yes. to safely, uh, proceed as I have been and I don't care about the transmission rates between children because one child having a, a terminal illness it's, or getting something mm-hmm. that is completely preventable is one child today so yeah uh, I don't care about your discourse and why I don't care should not care about children that's good for you yeah but and for me it's like especially with going to places where you know, I know that not everyone has the option to skip going and they, you know, may not be able to protect themselves like perfectly. And to me, that's like work if your job is forcing you to go in and the grocery store. It's like, you know, you have to go to those places. Like not everybody has a job that's going to be understanding. Not everybody has somebody to go grocery shopping for them. So, you know, just try to be a little careful for, uh, again, for other people, even if you feel like, okay, I'm fine. Um, But just, Try to be a little careful for other people because from what we understand, um, you can still and pick it up and give it to it. others even you're if you're vaccinated. vaccinated so. so I don't know why we would yeah. continue as if we're not, but let's we'll play that game, America. Since that's the game where I feel like we've all played like we're in the um clue. But in the movie clue, and it's like we're in the movie yeah. post COVID, except COVID's still around, so have fun with that. 
So something that I feel like we all learned, um, you know, during this like 15 months or whatever, is that not everything needs to be a meeting. Like we don't need to all Zoom each other and be on Zoom all freaking day. Like that? I feel like I, we know like that. honestly, I do like not think the general consensus of we know that is that phone calls are still yeah. exist. <laughs> and it's interesting because I feel like people come, you know, people come on the podcast all the time and are always like oh, do we need to have our camera ready? And we're always like, no, this is a podcast. <laughs> like, you know, we're all on different schedules, whatever. Like nobody, like we don't need to all worry about like being cute on this day. Like we can just record using our voices because that's what people are going to see. If we were doing a video component, that'd be different, but we're not. Um, so, you know, just remember that like now that some of y'all are going to be back in offices, back in workplaces, like you don't need to call an in-person meeting for everything. Like if anything, the pandemic should have taught you how to be a little bit more clear and concise with communication and just like be able to like send off an email, get the situation handled and not need to like call a Zoom, call an in-person meeting, et cetera. Because honestly, like people's time is valuable and we just don't need to be in meetings that just don't need to be meetings. I mean, I just, I don't know why this is still a thing for people, I honestly. It's very strange to me. most meetings, unless there was a workshop element that was in it, needed to be an in-person meeting. Unless I was speaking with someone who maybe, uh, like, had different, like, needed to be, I don't even know how to say it, just needed to be accounted for in a different way like have accommodated for there we go that's the word in a different way that may have had something that like required something like maybe if you need a translator or someone who can sign that type of thing can be an in-person meeting if needed to be for comfortability reasons because i do understand video is not always as accurate other than that uh 90 percent of the time yeah it could be a phone call I don't want to look at you on a screen. I'm yeah, so what? sorry to tell you. I don't care about your fun new Zoom background. I think it's really funny that millennials, like, don't, like, we all know that, like, millennials don't love talking on the phone. Like, we all like to have, like, a warning before we talk on the phone. But yet we're all, like, I just, quick to jump on, like, don't, Zooms don't and stuff. Me. And I don't, don't understand that. I don't care about your face. Don't care. FaceTime is coming to Android. I don't care. I don't want to see your face. Like, I just don't need, to, we don't need to see each other like that. So I think I've maybe used FaceTime like a total of like maybe, and again, I've had it for like years and years and years, like maybe 10 times, but probably not 10 times. And it's, it's been like holidays where, you yeah, know, I've one part of family before, is in one place and one is in the um, other. And then we'll like, geriatric yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. You used to have to talk on the phone before. I guess so. But no, I have friends that are our age that like, you know, their parents will call them every day and Maybe they'll answer on really FaceTime. love their parents. <laughs> I don't know. That's it just seems like wild to me because I'm just like, couldn't you answer and not see each other? And it's it's interesting because it's like, you know, you'll see these people like walking yeah, all over the public, place and like the having to kind of like carry the phone and, and all. Yeah. And I'm just like, could you just like put them on the speakerphone and outside a starbucks and like the patio and work for the first time post vaccination somebody was having a zoom with several people on camera with no headphones on um on. so i think the etiquette oh my god that's what we talk about is like meeting etiquette and why to return 
you headphones are a thing. They make them wireless now. Uh, that you can put them in your ear. You can put them mm-hmm. over the ear. They Bluetooth connect to your device, uh, phone, laptop, whatever. You use those to keep the sound to you and in yourself. Um, if you need to speak, speak at a volume as if you were in a library. If they cannot hear you, this is not the venue for you to be having a meeting. Go to your car. Yeah. I always think about it as like, okay, if I had a person here in person, like how would I be speaking? And I don't, it's like, I don't want to make any more noise than that situation, you know? And again, like if I'm sitting here at this table for two, you wouldn't hear seven voices. So let's make sure number one, you don't wear, hear seven voices to have the headphones in. And then also, yeah, like if, if it's just you and I talking, I'm not going to be, you know, yelling and carrying on and drinking and whatever. It was such a wild um, So, uh, you know, kind of keeping that volume project, down. Like what they were doing with working yeah. with the tennis influencer. So she was not from the US. So it was like, it was all wild and bizarre and very interesting. I know too much about this person and like their business and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I was like, this right. is too much. they're sending up campaigns for her as she goes to this tournament. I was like, this is all very interesting. Don't get me wrong. Uh, as a people watcher, I find it fascinating. As a human being who's trying to work, this is the worst thing I could have encountered on this day. <laughs> like it just, so please, if you're going back to work in co-working spaces or cafes or shops um indoors or outdoors outdoors doesn't mean that the volume get like the rules are all thrown out see like where people are doing that because there are so many people were only used to being in an office in a space that was all about their work then they started working at home and there was no reason to I guess like for them to not be loud if they're loud people and so now they're like transitioning kind of back and doing like the the coffee shop and the public work thing and so but they're bringing that at home energy and and they're very different places like the coffee shop is not your living room it is not your bedroom it is it is public we can see you we can hear you <laughs> so keep that in mind <laughs> Um, another thing to mention is that you can still ask to stay home if you are at a higher risk. Um, you know, just depending on what your situation is, I know a lot of people are not a lot, but some people are bringing in doctor's notes and saying like, Hey, it's still kind of within my best interest for my health to work from home. And my doctor recommends it. So just don't be afraid basically to advocate for your health. This is kind of like a new, this is all like a new concept. This is a new situation. And, you know, you've got to like do what you think is best for you. Talk to your doctors about what you think is best for you. And if you think it's going to be safer for you to stay home, like don't be afraid to reach out and say that. Um, again, doesn't, I'm not your boss. Unfortunately, if I was, I'd let you stay home. Um, your boss might not let you, but it definitely doesn't hurt to ask. You're not doing anything wrong by asking. I know a lot of people have trouble advocating for themselves. So I just want to remind you that it is okay to do that. And it is, it is a good thing to do that. It's, you know, it's good for your health. It's good for your well being. So don't be afraid to speak out and say, Hey, you know, I am a high risk person and, yeah, I would do better um, or quit. at home. <laughs> Just keeping it 100. Find another job and leave immediately if the response is no. Because that person does not care about your well-being and they do yeah, not care about I would your life. Say and that, so therefore you working there is yeah. going to not benefit you in the long run. So you might as well just start sending in your applications immediately to get out. Yeah, there's a lot of people I think right now out there who do understand how serious this is. So 
you know, if you're working for someone that doesn't, yeah, it is a really great time. Like, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we all work for somebody that actually cares about us as human beings. Right. And if you don't right now, then that can feel almost impossible. But I promise you that there are still decent people out there um, who will not treat you like trash. So, you know, and this sounds wild, but like Twitter is such a good place to kind of go and kind of feel out job prospects. I've seen so many people get really good jobs on Twitter. So I just have to throw that out there because it's, it's pretty wild how, like, I feel like Twitter is better than LinkedIn. I don't know. That's just me. Cause I've seen people like have, you know, 20,000 retweets on like, Hey, I'm looking for a job. Do you know anyone, you know, in this yeah. field? And obviously and I think LinkedIn, just I've never seen for that, the so. counter, uh, if for your mental health reasons, working in an office is better for you. If you have a situation at home where it's not best to have a home office obviously also advocate for your ability to go back in uh especially if you're the one person who's going in you can be safe obviously wear masks wash your hands sanitize that type of thing clean your workspace don't go into shared spaces unless you need to that type of thing but you do have the right to do that as well because i'm not going to say you need to stay at home when you are yeah. you know vaccinated and safe and the possibility of you spreading or getting it is very low if you're wearing a mask obviously and you're working in an office space that was shared or maybe a co-working space, obviously advocate for that as well. If you need to do that for yourself. Yeah. I still think it's a really like, this is a good time to, you know, kind of like advocate and inquire about like what works best for you, like flex, like flexing to the office um, and home or like what's going to work best for you in the future. If you have spent the last 15 months working at home and you like smash it and you did really well and you're like, I like this, but then you're like, okay, I still would like to go in maybe like two days a week and then work from home three days a week. Like this is the time to pitch that Um, because, you know, if it was working and you were still doing well with it, there's a really good chance that your employer could be into it. And then on the flip side, if you have employees, like this is a good time to kind of assess that with them and sit down with them and say like, hey, like how did you feel about you know, working from home, did you like it? Like, would you be interested in a flex schedule? I know a lot of people that are going back in a flex capacity. And it's not like, because we don't know what's going on right now with the pandemic. It's just like, that's what they're going to be doing from now on. Um, Like their employers already decided, like, you know, maybe they've downgraded, like downsized their office um, and that sort of thing, or they're only offering like certain days like that you'd be in. Um, So a lot of people are doing that where they're going to like, you know, work from home a few days and work in person a few days. Um, and I think that that's kind of like the best of both worlds. I think that especially like for people that are, you know, parents or have like side hustles or, you know, elder parents, things like that. Um, it can be really beneficial to have a little bit of that flexibility in your uh, workday. So yeah, I definitely think we're going to see more offices doing that. I know here in DC, like that has been a really uh, popular option for moving forward for a lot of offices. Um, so most of the people I know here are doing that. Um, and I think that if I was an employer of other people, that is what I would do or everybody would just work from home. Cause that's essentially like when I, when I do like uh, hire people on for projects, everybody just kind of works in their own space for the most part. Um, but yeah, I think that it's, it's just kind of like a good time to kind of like think about why we work the way we do. Why are we doing this nine to five thing? So specifically, why are we married to the idea of like, it has to be nine to five, it has to be Monday through Friday. And this is kind of a good time to like reevaluate that if you can. And again, if you're performing well, like wherever you are, then that really gives you from some leverage in the conversation to say, hey, I really feel like I could do this, you know, this way. And I'm still 
still hitting yeah, on my box. Be sure to like um, provide flex options if you are the flex options. Make sure you take things into consideration. Like again, shared workspaces. If your office is very limited and you're sharing spaces or cube or desk with other people, your employees are uh, maybe stagger the time, the days that people come in, so that way they're not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of each other I think having space in general the pandemic or not is going to become the new normal in shared workspaces that people are going to need more space between them the, the sharing the cube thing is not going to be a thing anymore it's like we're definitely going to have partitions and space between people just to keep risk of spreading any type of illness down I bet flu this year I mean probably be up from last year but it'll be lower than it was the years before in offices just because a lot of offices are trying to create stuff space and create health and opening windows that type of thing having outdoor meetings like if you do have team members who come in try to take your meetings outside like if it's not hot the weather's fine like you guys can sit outside and kind of if you don't need the technology to go over your things um for quick meetings if you need the technology obviously be inside but if you're in a place where you can open windows do that why I don't understand why windows can't be open so just being flexible in knowing that you may have to rearrange some things, maybe bring in different furniture, that type of thing to keep people safe, obviously providing the things that people need to keep their desks sanitized and clean, et cetera, is your responsibility as an employer. It's not the employee's responsibility. So keep that into consideration. If you are requesting that people are coming back into the office, even part-time, full-time, that it's your responsibility to provide the environment for them to be safe. Like if you can't afford to keep things safe and you can't afford to reopen your office. Yep. Just close it. Let people work from home if that is the case. Um, So another thing to remember is that you've been working from home for most likely quite a while now. And you're probably going to need more breaks as you return to, you know, a office space or a public working space. And that is totally fine. That is okay. Take the breaks when you need them. I think that, you know, when we work from home, it becomes just a little bit easier to, you know, go stretch, go get a glass of water, whatever it is. Um, And when people are in their office space, a lot of times they just want to be like married to their desk to like show like how, especially again, because Americans. So we are obsessed with work and we just want to show like, look at us, like we're never getting up. We're never moving. Like we're just married to the work. Um, Please remember to not do that. You're going to need breaks. And it's, you know, you're not just now doing the work. You're also doing the work and dealing with people and still making sure you don't get sick and et cetera, et cetera. So it's just such a different environment. You're probably going to need to, you know, take a little bit more breaks than you did pre-pandemic. That's fluorescent and that's different from your office, which most of the time most of us work Mm, with natural lighting. So that's a big adjustment to keep and consider that you may need to step outside uh, a couple of times a day just to reset your eyesight and like get natural light and avoid all that artificial lighting. Um, Also drink water, like make sure you have water with you. It's very easy to drink water at home, but like sometimes you don't think about the water intake and especially you know, sharing break room and stuff. Some break rooms haven't reopened. So it's generally like your responsibility to keep your food and your snacks or whatever on you. So you need to be sure that you have the things you need to stay hydrated because dehydration will cause migraines on top of that bad lighting. Like you will just, Mm -hmm. it'll be a miserable time. Um, But also just keeping in mind that when you are taking 
these breaks that you are taking them for you and like fully like disconnecting and being like, Hey, this is my break. I'm and you're entitled for two 15 minute breaks legally. If you work a 40 hour job, whatever, an eight hour um, shift. So take those 15 minute breaks legally. You're entitled to it. No one can yell at you or call you out or say anything. You're like, I'm taking my actual legal break as required by OSHA. Like goodbye, leave me alone. I'm, I'm disconnecting. You can ask me this thing after this time. Yeah. And if that makes you a difficult employee, again, as always, seek other employment <laughs> that's just gonna be my response to anything that's yes. unmovable or inflexible because the like working right now it's such a you know job seekers market like the employers are being very open to getting good talent to retain it and they're being very flexible and they're you know the, mm-hmm. the boundaries of like state lines are no longer a thing like being in a certain area is no longer things so people are looking for talent all over the u.s so they have a bigger pool to fish from so it's really a good time to be a job seeker if you are looking for a job because people are offering really good things to keep employment um obviously wages have gone up because of the reality of like we live in you know so expensive to live here i don't know why wages haven't gone up so that's also a thing that's going across the board so just depending on your industry you can definitely find something that may work and be a better fit than maybe your previous situation was if it's not working for you So the most important thing I think to remember going forward is that you still need to prioritize your mental health and well-being over your work. You are more important than what you do. You are more important than your job. And I think that, you know, we really live in a society that tells us you are your job and that's it. Like there's, that's the most important thing about you. That's what we say to each other when we meet people. It's like, hi, I'm, you know, so-and-so and I do blah. And that's supposed to be like the most important part of our identity, but it is not. And you can love what you do and be proud of what you do. I absolutely love what I do. I think what I do is honestly awesome. Like, I think it's great, but there's also more to me outside of my job and the things that I do, you know, for money. Um, and so your well-being needs to be prioritized above your work because you cannot do your work if you are not well, you're not going to be, even if you're doing, you're not going to be doing it to the best of your ability. You're going to be hurting yourself over time and it's just not worth it. So prioritize your mental health going forward. Um, you know, this is going to be a, a strange transition for a lot of us. It's, it's still a weird time. There's still a lot going on. There's still, you know, variant situations going on with uh, COVID And, you know, there's just still a lot happening. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself mentally and giving yourself, you know, whatever it is that you need mentally to uh, be as healthy as possible. Still outside of COVID, we were very stressful, strained state socially with certain topics and very extreme beliefs. And depending on Mm -hmm. where you sit on a spectrum of thinking of things, just people are very aggressive. If you've watched any of the news lately, people have been extremely aggressive out in public. Like, it's kind of like news. Like, oh, people forgot how to act. Mm-hmm. People forgot how to act. This is how people have always wanted to act. It's just that we've been indoors, and there's been this ridiculous news cycle uh, exacerbating things that did not need to be exacerbated, and making people feel like they did not have rights and freedoms, even though you live in place that gives you more rights and freedoms than you you normally do especially for people who aren't marginalized so those people feel very uh you know attacked for some reason and so (laughs) them having to follow simple rules now has antiquated into people just acting out it's like if you're on a plane and someone tells you to do something i don't understand why that 
now turns into you attacking <laughs> like flight attendants uh saying that they're minor like how any minor convenience is like an attack on their freedoms into the store is now that you need to kill someone it's re- it's very ridiculous and it's like the rules have existed for society before masks were a thing you do not go into a shirt with a store without a shirt yep. you do not go into a store without shoes you do not go to a store with no pants on with your underwear like you know what i mean like they're those are the society yep. rules that have always existed not to say that they're right or wrong they are the things that have existed. We've dealt with it for this whole time. So adding another layer to that, I don't. If you go to a 3D movie theater, they give you 3D glasses. Do you get mad about it? And do you just throw them at the person? Where, so like, I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't. I would really love. Or like when you go to a nightclub and they, they give you like, the I, 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 the band. Do you get angry about the having band, yeah. thing to put on you and like to show that you're a legal age of drinking and do you throw it at someone? Jesus made <laughs> like I just, my arm so I don't have to wear a band. Know, but just know that that is kind of the attitude that you're dealing with. So that anxiety and that stress is real to be like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. And also people are traveling a lot right now. So like I said last week. <laughs> they sure are. Please go back to where you came from. Uh, it's not stop. You know what I mean? People are traveling because they have the money too and they want to get out and see something else, which is totally their right but just know that in your area, if you live in a high tourism area, you're going to go outside and, and see more people than you probably did prior to things even shutting down. So mentally preparing yourself for that is also I would, a real thing as well. Yeah. I would also love to like know if anybody knows the good places to travel where <laughs> no one is like a good mountain or whatever. Like, please let me know. Cause I'm like, I do want to travel, but like, I really don't want to go to like busy places. And I'd also like to bring my dog. So I'm just like, you know, the places where you just, I just want to sit somewhere and like write and like, like Vermont, not do anything else uh, um, in, in a peaceful area. Yeah. Like places like that. That are very beautiful, very pet friendly, kid friendly places. Uh, somewhat neutrally on a political spectrum depending on where you are that you can go and kind of get a cabin and hang out and like get good food and not be bothered the weather's not bad so those are like the two that like i feel like between those two those are the only two places i've seen that people travel to on my in my social circle that have, i've been like you know what that actually mm-hmm. looks pretty good right now like what you're doing looks fine versus kind of some of the no and Flights are expensive going to some of the normal places. So I've seen people share that like it's more expensive they to are. travel domestically than it is internationally in some cases because of how the demand for travel is back. So just think about that as well. If you're going to be flying, that's another thing to think about budget-wise. Is it worth spending more money to be like in such a strict situation versus like maybe going somewhere that's not as popular? Like you said, that's less... Int- I don't want to say it's less interesting. It's just less touristy and not as like attractive to the general public yeah um, yeah like i, do, I don't know i'm yes, sure that Long you Island saw like shelly's amazing trip her, yeah. yeah i was like that's amazing i want to be like they just like they had like a like, rich old like lady time and i'm outside. like uh. i love it <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, I'm supposed to be getting together, like John and I are supposed to get together with Ben and Matt soon, and we were debating, like, are you going to come to D.C.? Are we going to go to Brooklyn? Are we going to meet in the middle in Philly? And I'm like, all these places seem like 
you know, busy places. I'm like, maybe we should go do what Shelly just did because yeah, she was just hanging they, out in lavender fields and going on bike rides, did, and that looks and awesome. Kind of like hung out on the coastline in Long Island, which obviously isn't, you know, it's close enough to the city where you can go in if you really wanted to get the city. But like, you miss yeah. the city so much, you want to go in and get it. But then you could also be like, come out. Uh, so, but I don't because I was just there. But, so. You know, do what you need to do for your mental health. There is yeah. no right way to re-enter whatever TF we're re-entering right now. TBQH. <laughs> so we've been getting a lot of questions about like our businesses and our fall lines and stuff like that. And like, you know, now like COVID has brought a lot of shortages within industries. So it's been like obviously medical equipment, which has been, you know, terrible and, and the most important thing, but also things that we didn't expect like toilet paper and couches and lumber and jars, which has affected my business. Um, so we're going to just talk a little bit about how we think, you know, businesses are going to be affected by these shortages going forward and uh, what our plans are for our fault lines. Um, so, like, I feel like the one of the biggest ones, which I think is kind of back to quote unquote normal now, was the mail situation because that really affected a lot of small businesses. With like, especially if they ship all over the place. Um, luckily, like a lot of my shipping was on the East Coast, so it wasn't too terrible. Um, but I've seen and experienced from ordering other things yeah, where like things I wouldn't come in for like last a month. Year. I want to say it was Romania. I should, no, you know what? It was uh, the Philippines. I think it was the Philippines. It was far. It got there really quickly. It was like Ooh. two weeks, like maybe 10 days. Um, okay. Which is normal considering That's the, awesome. the mail and situation. And I didn't pay an exuberant amount. I think the shipping was like 15 bucks or something like that. Like it wasn't insane. Like I didn't pay $30, $40 for shipping. And it got to the person yeah. on time or whatever. And so the, I, I so last year I didn't experience mm-hmm. issues with shipping. But you also have lighter products, I mean, which definitely, shipped, I think, I didn't have issues with those either. So I just, I didn't have serious delays yeah. with my shipping last year. Uh, so I can't, I can't speak from that experience because I just didn't have it. Like all my things shipped pretty much on time. The only time that I had maybe a harder time was towards the end of the year was I think the fall line or maybe the holiday line was getting it from the printer and they're in California, and for some reason, it took a little bit, like, two days mm-hmm. or three days longer than I would have liked it to take. Um, and it wasn't even just the shipping. It was the processing. Yeah. It a very long time. Like, the shipping, once it was shipped, it was fine. It took a long time for them to process my order, and that was annoying because I put in a bigger or smart and whatever. Yeah. And obviously, it's COVID. You, can, you know, I wasn't angry about it, but it was just, like, this is such a PITA. So just dealing yeah. with... Uh, people like vendors and things still takes a long time. Listen, that's what got me is like, you know, I had to order, first of all, oh my gosh, like the jar situation was out of control. There was like, just jars got to be so expensive. Like if you could get your hand, especially on like, you know, like those eight ounce, you know, anything from like the six to nine ounce was really, really expensive. Um, with wax, I didn't really have as much of an issue, and that would pretty much come at the same standard time. Um, fragrance oils were, like, a little bit delayed, but not too bad. But jars were super, super delayed, and then, again, super, super pricey. Um, 
I didn't have as much issues shipping out, and I don't know if that's like a testament to like celebration. I just think Florida never closed. I think the issue is Florida um, never shut. May- down maybe that's why. Did. Yeah, because I was gonna say like ordering stuff from others because I ordered a lot, obviously from a lot of other small businesses during that time, and when I would order from them it was really, I mean, it was definitely the slowest I've ever like gotten things are just fine. Cause I'm just like ordering like fun stuff from Etsy or whatever. Um, but yeah, it took a lot longer than usual, but yeah, most of these vendors weren't in Florida because most of the vendors that like were in Florida, you could find ways to just pick up from them. Cause there was, I think more than ever, um, you know, locally we were doing lots of like, you know, like for example, I was ordering those bagels and they would come to your house and then I would go to your house to get the bagels. You know what I mean? So it's like there was a lot of that going on, I feel like, during COVID where, you know, you would do no, non, non-contact delivery or non-contact pickup or whatever locally. So, yeah, most of the local stuff that I got, I didn't get through uh, the mail. But lots of stuff that I got not locally took forever. And my supplier for jars is in um, North Carolina, in like in the Raleigh area. So, yeah, it was definitely like getting through those states and everything. Yeah, I definitely definitely a challenge for them. Uh, Georgia, especially Metro Atlanta area, that had such a hard time with their postal service being hit by with COVID really badly. Like it was like cases were just very high in the postal service. And so they were shutting down straight up like post offices and like carriers. They maybe have one carrier to go in areas. Mm-hmm. So like mail was getting really backed up and it really did like up until like the mail-in ballots like people were stressed out because the mail had just been so bad in atlanta and so a lot of people obviously order things from there or that's kind of your in between if you ship from somewhere else in the southeast to get to florida everything goes to that postal service because it's just usually really well run and like a larger area but it just you know covid really took the i mean obviously it's mostly black people like we're highly affected by COVID anyway so going to work and having to work and like coming to work sick Mm because people don't have an option they don't have the money to not to stay at home and so it spread quickly and with ferocity and like really took people out a lot of people work at the postal office or older Uh, so obviously just high-risk people getting coronavirus and then not being able to do the work that they were doing is going to cause a problem in any industry and it really did impact a lot of postal uh, area, post offices uh, in that area. And that's why people started switching things like UPS and FedEx. But I will say I still, I used the USPS the whole time. Like I never shipped anything out via FedEx, UPS, no shade, no tea to them. I never ordered anything via UPS. If it came, that was like nice. But if I had the option to choose, I chose the post office just trying to give them my little money. Um, and I never was let down yeah, really. Same. So. I only... Yeah. And like when we got up here, thankfully there's another um, post office in walking distance where we live. So that's wonderful. And, you know, we haven't had any issues since we lived here, but we're also a lot closer to Raleigh. We're only four hours. So I feel like, you know, because we're in such a close yeah, like range, it's been easier with jars you know, now. Like if, you, if that was an option. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I wanted to do that. And because of COVID, like they normally do it, but because of COVID, they were like, ah, we, we, they, they were basically like, unless right. you already do it, like if you're one of our regulars that always picks up, 
that's who they're, which I was like, that's totally fine. But I was also like, you know, worst came to worst. Like I have a cousin in rally. So if it was going to be like it was before, I was literally just going to ship it to the cousin in rally and then go pick it up. But yeah, because we've been so close, it's been like fine since then. Um, and I think going like now, thankfully there's jars. I will say, and like anybody that uses jars, you'll probably want to do this. I will say, I will order jars in August for the rest of the year Um, because even though, you know, jars have been in supply, there's just a really good chance that the same thing could happen and you might drop a fall wine and it might go really well. And then you're, you have to go like, you want to still make more sales and you go back in and jars could literally be three times what they were because that's what happened this past year. So, you know, I'm planning, like, it's going to be ridiculous the amount of jars I have come August. Um, it's definitely going to be one of those things that, like, it'll put it into perspective, like, wow, you need to sell all of this. Um, but, yeah, i just rather go ahead and take that risk and have that much supply on hand than, like, be in a position of having to uh, pay a lot for it. And that's the thing. It's like, they're jars. They don't go bad. So, you know, they'll just sit there. If I don't get everything sold that I want to sell, then I'll still have those jars in 2022 and it won't be you know, the end of the world, like they just, I'll use them for spring. Um, but hopefully, you know, I'll meet all my sales goals and be good to go. But, um, so if you are, you know, affected by any shortages, I'd love to hear, you know, how that's going for your industry. I know that like the lumber situation is Um, affecting real estate. And that goes into, like you said, with furniture. Yeah. Obviously very terrible. Anything that's furniture, that type of wood, jewelry, my family like does not understand like why because like the couch we wanted like we just were not able to get because it's on back order for like six months and they're like well we don't understand and we're like wood. I'm just like I don't know what there's to explain no like there's literally a shortage of couches, couches. that's couches. what's happening like there's no wood to make couches and wood is in couches you guys that's what's happening uh, there's a wood to make furniture so that is the issue with most yeah. furniture right now is that they're being held up because of the delays not only from covid and just a shortage of lumber but also because the suez canal was blocked for like 10 days and so that was a hot mess and really did ruin a lot of things yeah same thing with the desk i wanted to buy up here like if that you, thing has been out it's it's at ikea yeah literally has been really out for like four or five months people are renovating or moving into these expensive homes that we can't afford and so they're getting rid of their furniture so we're looking at your facebook groups and start looking there to buy furniture because people are selling some really good pieces for really affordable prices because they're trying to upgrade their lives and they're waiting six months for a couch in the future that's not your problem if you can buy their old couch now so i would look and do that yeah it's for real and like also look into the buy nothing groups because i literally got our table for free um, I wasn't even sure if I was going to get a table because, like, our space doesn't necessarily need it. I was like, we could also put, um, you know, like, seats up at the counter or whatever. But I was looking online, and this girl was getting rid of it. And she basically was working in D.C., um, going to school as a nurse. But her mom lives in this part of New York where super rich people live. And she was like, you know what? I could just go finish my quarantine and like go to school online from there. So I'm going to go do that. So she just like got rid of everything in her apartment because she's rich and did not need it. Like, so it was like nice stuff that she was literally just like, I don't need this and I'm not going to move it. And I, you know, and because it was COVID, like, you know, she didn't want to go through the process of like having movers and things like that. Yeah. So and she just was like, I'll just get rid of all this and buy new. She's already owned than it is to just buy furniture. Like, brand yep. new. like it really is kind of like the, yep doing can the be. pros and waiting the pros and cons of that so uh, yeah i will say um also 
But yeah, so look into those sort of groups. Just, you know, you never know what you're going to find in there. I've heard some shortages on some of those pieces. Anything that really kind of wasn't easy to enter. Candle making and jewelry making were two things. Beauty products were kind of like the three things that I saw that people kind of easily were able to slide into during unemployment, which is no issue. Like, that's not a problem. It's it's open. It's a wide market. Everybody should do what they got to do to make money. But because there were such like a lot of people jumping into those markets and selling on Etsy, um, those supplies ran out really fast. So definitely jars because people for selling candles and selling beauty products would most of the time come out of glass mm-hmm. jars. And again, especially like that six to nine ounce because a lot of people right. like only sell that size, um, which is, you know, it makes sense because it is a high moving size. Which is wild um, to me about the So of yeah, I... I would say I started selling larger vessels um, because those also move. You know, I don't know if like people yeah. think the larger ones I'm will move. I'm definitely a like, big candle um, person. Like, I, like, it's very hard for me to buy a small candle just because it yeah. doesn't last. I want it to last. I think people like if they've never asked, not asked, but if they've never like charged for something before, like, I think yeah. that they feel overwhelmed by the price of it but to me i always feel like all the candle stuff that i sell is so cheap because i'm used to selling branding packages and photography packages that are a lot of money so to me i'm like this is all i'm asking for like a four thousand to five thousand to six thousand plus 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 thing uh exactly yeah that's that's honestly how it feels i'm like oh this is like this feels so like I'm not like this feels free. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's definitely, um, but yeah, I would also say like, you know, depending on your situation, if you're able to get your hands on, on supplies, try to get into wholesale because that's what I did up here. Um, Cause I was like, I don't really have, you know, a huge network up here. So selling like, and just saying like, Hey, I'm dropping a new line. It's like, I was just like, I don't know how it's going to do. Like I knew they would do well in Florida, but I was just, you know, nervous about like a lot of the times of, um, you know, shipping stuff and how that was going to go or whatever. So I started doing wholesale up here and now like, you know, it's just so easy because you're just have the, you know, the set price and you're making X amount at once. And so it's just nice. Cause you know, like, okay, these are all going to this place and it's just easy. I don't know. It's just great. Um, And then other people are selling it for you. So (laughs) essentially, so yeah, so I would definitely, um, I did, I thought the wholesale would be like really hard to get into. And I was like really nervous about it, but it's not, it's great. So I would definitely look into doing wholesale. Um, There's a lot of people that are, you know, like trying new things, opening up new shops and things like that, which is kind of like what I got into is like a few places that are, you know, opening up new shops that are going to carry uh, stuff by like black creators and things like that. So yeah, just definitely, you know, keep sharing your work and sharing what you're doing so that people are aware of what you're doing. Um, and hopefully by the end of this year, all these shortages will not be a thing for anybody anymore. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay. So we have to talk about our fall lines <laughs> and when they're launching. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do, tell me. I don't know. I haven't thought about it because summer is here and that's what I'm stressed out about. So I'll think about it and then I'll let you guys know. But I have not thought about it. And by that, I mean like I haven't given it a date to tell you people. Yeah. So mine is going to be the middle of August. Um, and... 
yeah, it's going to be five candles and some melts and it's going to be fun and some spooky stuff. And I'm excited for that. And then, um, the day after Halloween will be when holiday launches. So yeah, I am planning to be pouring probably mid July. Um, so yeah, my house is going to smell really great, but yeah, I've already tested everything and, um, yeah, I'm excited. I love holiday and by holiday, I mean like Halloween and just like all of it, like from August on, because August is when I do my fall decorations. I know some of you are like, why are you like this? Um, and then in, (laughs) then in September, is when I do the Halloween overlay over the fall decorations. Cause it would be a little nuts to do the Halloween decor. It in would August. Be a I'm not nuts Disney world. So that would be too much. But in September <laughs> it's fine. I just It's don't. totally fine in September. Yes. Like that's well, because you know, it's like, I feel like Christmas now Christmas gets like two months or whatever because everybody start, started like decorating like, in November. Just, I hate that too. But I'm like, but my thing is I'm like, that's not fair because should why should Halloween only get one month? Days that the good Lord intended them to be. <sighs> the best times of the year? Like no, we need them to be so longer. Like another like six days. So the 31 days that they each I'm like, go, summer people get like three forward, months. That's what they deserve. That is what the good Lord intended to be. No, because summer even, people get like three to four months like, of like you, but, you know, if That's what's your thing. If that's your drive. <laughs> I just, like, so do you just hate all thing, the times of the year? You're like, none of them. On Twitter, like, literally <laughs> was talking about like, it's a hundred degrees plus mostly everywhere. Why are we enjoying the season? <laughs> and I'm like, Factual. If you live in an area like again, like the Maines, the Wisconsin's, the Minnesotas, summer's probably very delightful because it's a break. If you live somewhere like here in California this week, where it's like 117 degrees, no one is enjoying themselves. The power is going out in Texas. I'm having these a great time though. Themselves. Like these people, uh, that's are, like not people good. will be dying. Like yeah. I don't understand why we're celebrating this. Like congrats. Yeah. Normally I normally I do not love summer because you know, like I grew up like lived in Florida. Yeah, but no, right now it's 73 where I am. So after dealing with like winter, which was really like we're just inside all the time, the sky is gray and it's COVID, so we can't see anybody. So that was really not fun. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, summer is great, but it's 73 today. But I also know that like here, it, it's the range is like larger than Florida's range, but it still does get into the 90s. And so those days are like obviously not fun. Um, but yeah, it's 73 today. So like I will definitely be out and about today, but I think like Sunday is going to be 90. Um, so I will be inside. But 90, all like this sounds so bad, but like 90 to me is not that it's, bad because, you know, again, 90, Florida, it's often it like 95, like humid, like you know what I mean? So it's like, like the humidity, even if it's humid anywhere else, yeah, it can be. So, it's not as bad. Yeah. And it does get humid here, but it's not as bad. Yeah. So like here when it's 90 and like a it's bit still humid, not, you can and still again, if nine, like 90 is like the, exactly. And that's the highest I've seen here so far is 90. So I'm just like, like people were like warning me like oh my gosh you, you know you don't understand like our summers get really really hot and I'm like I'm sure they do but compared to Florida like it's just not been 
to me, I have not felt that hot yet. Like even when it was 90, like there's been a few days where it's been like 90 or close to 90. And I'm like, this is, I'm not even like really sweating. Cause like in Florida in summer, like you can walk to your car and be drenched in sweat. <laughs> You're like, good morning. At any time of day, up. any time of day. Honestly, oh, yeah. honestly at night even. <laughs> like, before the yeah. July, when the, before the fireworks like start, mm-hmm. everyone's gross. It's, everybody's wet. Like no one's attractive. It's not a good time. Yeah. Cute. It's actually been strange to me to come and home not, like, from like going outside, you know, like, <laughs> and not immediately shower. Yeah, like I like I'll feel like, oh, am I being gross? And I'm like, no, I'm just not covered in sweat. Like that's, but it's just like that's just kind of how you know if you go for like you know just you a casual walk with your dog in Florida, you're gonna come home and take a shower. Peel it and remove it like you're a banana. It's Dude, love what you want. I, I genuinely don't care. It's so true. And it reminds me of like oh theme God. park days. That's so funny. Because <laughs> you really do kind of peel it, like your yeah. shirt, like kind of like, like peel summer, off of you. That's good for you. If you like putting Christmas lights on your house in August, do whatever you want to do. This is your life. There are no people one who said we're doing Christmas in August. Though. We said we're doing there Halloween. Are people who are ready. You, know, <laughs> you know, big skeleton people. Shout out to you people who've had your best skills now all year long. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> Live your best life. <laughs> no one. Oh. I'm so excited. I hope that you know that like very we're planning Friendsgiving like <laughs> very soon. Yeah, it's gonna be. I want to be really. I'm gonna be. I mean, I know I've already said this, but I just feel like I have to keep reminding you to prepare you that the I'm gonna be very over the top about holidays this year. Because we did not have, you know, we weren't able to properly celebrate. So now it's going to be over the top. I've like, already planned my entire birthday. But I feel like everybody else did. I just think about like, like Jeter Bend was still. Yeah, we didn't celebrate. Last Some Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, just, that's wild. Those things in, like, wow. It was. I didn't even know that they did it. Did wow, that's wild. Apparently. So we are just catching up to what everyone else was doing. That's so. wild. Yeah, so I'm gonna celebrate big to uh, you know make well, up for all the inside time. As per usual, if you have conversations about when you want to put up your holiday lights, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and I will read it. <laughs> and I will not judge you. Uh, do what you want with your house. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, or you're at Instagram. And I will celebrate you. And I will uh, like look yes, at your house and enjoy it. So Instagram, send me photos. In the DMs at Heart and Hustle Podcast on Twitter, Heart Hustle Pod. Use the hashtag BlossoHeart as you're putting up your large skeleton in August. Live your best life. And we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Bye.